great, but it's because God is great. Amen. Amen. You are here. You know, it's such a blessing to be able to see one another and to commune with one another, fellowship with one another, because there's no guarantee that we're going to see one another from week to week. So when God allows us to be in the presence of himself and the presence of one another, we ought to be happy and we ought to give him the praise that he so rightly deserves. I want to say hello to you today, and I'm just so glad that you uh, found it in your heart to come out today to uh, worship uh, with us uh, and worship God in spirit and in truth. And I also want to say what up to my virtual audience. We have individuals who uh, follow us on Facebook and YouTube, and uh, a lot of folk can't come out. And so, uh, or they may be traveling or something like that, and they, uh, they tune in to us and listen to us. And uh, we thank God for, for you all as well uh, for listening. But I'm ready to get busy. Today, I want to talk about the voice. The voice. As I was sitting in my office and I was thinking, I was thinking that there are many distinct sounding voices in the world today. And I was also thinking how many people are mixed up and confused because they either listen or have listened. To the wrong voice. Numerous people have passed up opportunities, have lost their spouses, have been terminated from places of employment, and have made many bad decisions simply because they were listening to the wrong voice. Now, it's well understood that we can hear the voices of others. But the question today that I pose to you, can you hear the voice of Jesus as he speaks to us through his word? Who is the loudest voice in your life. I want to have a Bible study again today. I guess we do that all the time about this time. Who has their Bibles? Anybody got their Bibles today? Hold them up for me. Even if you have an app on your computer, that's good too. All right, we're about to get busy. I want to learn you something today. I want you to turn your Bibles to the book of John. And we're going to look at the 10th verse. I'm sorry, the 10th chapter. And we're going to start at verse number one. That's the book of John. The 10th chapter. And we're going to look at verse number one. And before we get started reading, you will notice if you have color-coded text that the text is in red. Amen. Amen. And that means that Jesus is talking. Amen. Now, let's hear what Jesus has to say. The Bible says in verse number one, John chapter number 10, it says what? 
Most assuredly, most assuredly, I say to you, I'm saying to you, he who does not enter the sheephole by the door, keep going, but climbs up other way, the same is a thief and a robber. Keep reading. But he who enters by the door, he the who enters by the door, is the shepherd, is the, of the shepherd sheep. of the sheep. Keep reading. To him, to him, the doorkeeper opens. The doorkeeper opens, and the sheep hear his voice. And the sheep hear his voice. Keep going. And he calls his own sheep. He by calls name. his own sheep by name. Keep reading. And leads them out. I just want you to stop there just for a moment, brother Dion. Now look at verse number three. Jesus said that his sheep hear his voice. He calls them by name. Now, what I want you to know is, whatever God has for you, is for you. You don't have to worry about anybody taking your blessing because when God calls your name to receive your blessing, you're the only one that's able to receive it. Are you with me today? Now, watch this. He says that his sheep hears his voice. He also says that he leads them. Look at verse number three again. To him, the doorkeeper opens, and the sheep hear his voice, and he calls his sheep by name and leads them out. Jesus said he leads us. So in other words, Jesus will never send us to a place that he won't enter first. Wherever God sends us, he'll go there himself because he's a leader. God does not expect for us to lead him, but he leads us. So the sheep of Jesus, not only do they hear him, not only are they called by name, not only does God give them whatever he wants to give them, but he also leads them and they follow him. Are you with me so far? Amen. Now Amen. look at verse number four. The Bible says what? And when he brings out his own sheep, when he brings out his own sheep, he goes before them. He goes before them. And the sheep follow him. And the sheep follow him. For they know. For they know. His voice. His voice. Keep reading. Yet they will be no means follow a stranger. But they won't follow anybody strange. In other words, they won't follow a strange voice. Keep going. But will flee from him. But they will flee from him. Keep going. For they do not know the voice. They do not know the voice of who? Strangers. Of strangers. The Bible says that his sheep follow him. And they know his voice. Amen. Now I want you to keep remembering that there are many voices in the world. But the Bible says if we are true Christians, our ear should be tuned enough to hear the voice of Jesus. Are you Amen. with me so far? Amen. We're getting somewhere. Now watch this. His sheep will not follow strangers. Amen. Amen. Anybody who don't know Jesus is a stranger. Oh, y'all starting to get Say this it. here. Say it, brother. Say it. So that means I don't have to pretend for people anymore. I don't have to be fake and phony for people anymore. If I want to say no, the answer is no because my leader is Jesus. Are oh, y'all getting this? We may have to have a 10-minute sermon today. You look like you're smart today. Now, his sheep follows him. That means wherever he leads them, 
they're going to go with him. In order to follow Jesus, we have to have faith. We have to have faith that wherever Jesus leads us to, that's where he wants us to be. The Bible says that his sheep will not follow strangers. That means Christians ain't trying to hear what Lucifer is trying to say. If we find ourselves in the wrong place, it's not because Jesus led us there. It's because we listened to the wrong voice. Can, can we just talk just for a few moments here? Now, there are reasons that Jesus does not want us listening to the wrong voice. I love Bible study because you can get in deep. Look at verse number seven. Look at verse number seven. Look what it says. Then and Jesus said to them, go ahead, Brother Dion. What did he Jesus say? Jesus said to them again, most assuredly. He said, most, most assuredly. I say to you. I'm talking to you. Keep going. I am the door of the sheep. So Jesus said, let me just be straight up. I told you that a person must enter by the door. Now let me tell you who the door is. Jesus said, I am the door. In other words, I'm the one that you need to look for. Amen. Amen. He said, I am the door. Of the sheep, keep going. All whoever came before me, all whoever came before me, are thieves and robbers. In other words, folk who tried to take my spot, people who tried to call shots in my sheep's life, they were there to take something away. Do y'all see this here? He's saying you need to follow me because I'm the only one that's going to love you and take care of you because I'm Jesus. Watch this. Keep going. But the sheep did not hear them. But the, the sheep did not hear them. Keep going. I am the door. I am the door. If anyone enters by me. If anyone enters by me. He will be saved. He will be saved. And will go in and out and find Jesus pastor. said, not only am I the door, but I am the savior. I'm the only one who can save you. In other words, it doesn't matter who talks salvation. If they're not Jesus, it doesn't matter. Are y'all with me so far? We got a little hill to climb, but we almost there. Now watch this. Keep reading, Brother Dion. The thief does not come except to steal. He said the thief does not come except to steal. And to kill. And to kill. And to destroy. And to destroy. Keep going. I have come that they may have life. He said, I have come that they may have life. And they may have it more abundantly. And that they may have it more abundantly. One more. Keep going. I am the good shepherd. He said, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd gives his life the for the sheep. The good shepherd gives his life for the sheep. I want you to stop there. Jesus said, there is no other like him. Not only is he the shepherd, but he's the good shepherd. His sheep hears his voice. He leads them. He guides them. He gives them salvation. But then he says something interesting in verse number 12. But a hireling, he said, a hireling, a man who is hired, keep going. He who is not the shepherd, he who is not the shepherd, one who does not own the sheep, one who does not own the sheep, sees the wolf coming. When they see a wolf coming, keep going, and leaves the sheep and flee. They'll leave the sheep and will flee, keep going. And the wolf catches the sheep, and the wolf catches the sheep, and scatters them, and scatters them. Keep reading. The hireling flees, the hireling flees, because he is a hireling and does not care about the sheep. 
Keep I, reading. I am the good shepherd. I am the good shepherd. And I know my sheep. And I know my sheep. And I am known. And I am known by my own. By my own. In other words, Jesus said, I'm the good shepherd, and my sheep knows who I am. Some people are listening to too many folk who don't know Jesus. Jesus said, nobody is going to do you like I'm going to do you. Now, you know, I'm going to tell you the beauty about Bible study. Because I'm going to pull a pork chop out of this pig <laughs> that you didn't see. I want you to look very intently. I want you to go back to verse number 12. He said, but a hireling, he who is not the shepherd. That's somebody who's just kicking it in your life. Hmm. Who's trying to tell you what you need to be doing. But he does not own you. Or she does not own you. You do not belong to them. Are you with me? Jesus said, one who does not own the sheep sees the wolf coming and leaves the sheep and flees. And the wolf catches the sheep and scatters them. What you need to understand is everybody in your life except for Jesus has the potential to run out of your life when trouble runs in. Do y'all see this? Are, are, are we talking here? Do you understand what I'm saying? You cannot be angry when folk leave your side because they don't own you. Jesus owns you. Jesus said, I am the good shepherd. There are people who we think will be there with us through thick and thin. We think that they will never leave our side. But as soon as situations change and as soon as they become aware that the situation that they see in our lives are not the situation that they want in their lives, they will run for cover. People will leave you high and dry. You know, I had an interesting talk with my son. And he was, uh, he's starting to get to the age now where he's starting to be introduced to haters. And it was a very interesting conversation um, um, because one of the things that he said to me off top is, I don't think you understand. <laughs> and, um, and, and, and I let him talk. I let him talk, but I explained to him. I said, welcome to the world. I said, you have now been introduced to haters and you're gonna have them in your life for the rest of your life. Then I explained some things to him and he said, well, dad, let me ask you something. How is it that you were able to overlook haters? I said, it's simple and I need you to listen, son. I said, what they said about me or how they felt about me was not a part of my mission. Y'all didn't hear that, did y'all? See, if you are not a part of my mission, it doesn't matter what you think about me. I'm on a mission from God. I told him, folk will always talk about you, but as long as God is on your side, you have nothing to worry about. Amen. Amen. Are y'all understanding this? Jesus said so much in these verses. Look at it. You can't see it, but it's there. Jesus said, folk will desert you. Because they are not the ones who own you. They care more about themselves than they do about you. People need to quit thinking 
that folk love them when they don't even like them. Folks say, well, I can't believe that person did that. Why can't you believe it? Does it need to happen again so that you will become a believer? Y'all ain't getting this. I wish somebody got this. Listen, if you want to have trust in somebody who would never leave your side, quit looking at your neighbor and start looking at Jesus. That's what the Bible is saying. Now watch this. We're going to get a little deeper here. We're going to go a little deeper. Now, Jesus said, I am the good shepherd. And I know my sheep. But not only do I know my sheep, my sheep knows me. Hearing the voice of Jesus over all other voices can be challenging. When we're going through something, everybody has an opinion. There are folk who would advise you to do things that they would never do. But they just want to see you implement the plan so they could see what could have happened if they had have done it. But I want to tell you something, Lansing. If we sit still and meditate long enough, we will be able to hear the voice of Jesus through his word. We'll be able to hear the voice of reason. The voice that always puts spiritual things first. The voice that urges us to seek the counsel of God. When you're in that quiet place, you need to consider not picking up the phone, but looking up to heaven. Because it's Jesus who's going to give you the tools that you need to make it through whatever it is that you're going through. But I need to, I need to talk about this because some folk don't understand. This is the way the world is. There are so many negative voices in the world. People telling you what you can't do, what you shouldn't do, what they wouldn't do if they were you. But what I want to know is, how many voices do you listen to and do you listen to the voice of Jesus? Amen. Do you even know what the voice of Jesus sounds like? People have talked other folk out of their blessings. Told them that they should quit. Told them that they shouldn't move on any longer. And when we get to the point where we start listening to other people, they will start controlling our entire lives. Some of us, we can't even stay by ourselves for one week. We either have to have somebody that's close to us, or we have to have somebody who's willing to pick up the phone every time we call them. I'm asking you today, how dependent are you upon people and how dependent are you upon Jesus? Are you with me, Brother Sean? I want to show you a story. Go over to the book of Mark. Chapter number 10. Mark chapter number 10. You know, for some people, had they heard that 
they didn't have to listen to everybody's voice, they would be in a much better position right now. Mark chapter number 10. I want you to look at verse number 46. Mark 10 and 46. What does it say, Brother Dion? Now they came to Jericho. They came to Jericho. As he went out of Jericho. As he went out of Jericho. With his disciples. With his disciples. And a great multitude. Keep going. Blind Bartimaeus. Blind Bartimaeus. Keep going. The son of Timaeus. Keep going. Sat by the road begging. Now, blind Bartimaeus, of course, was blind. He sat by the road begging. Keep going. And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth. When he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth. He began to cry He began say, to cry out and say, what did he say? Jesus. Who did he call? Son of David. Wait, hold on. Who did he call? Jesus. Now, who did he call? Jesus. He called Jesus. He said, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Who did he call? Jesus. Who answered? Jesus. Did he? Look at verse number 48. Read it. What does it say? Then many warned him to be quiet. Okay, now stop here. Now, let me go back to my question. Who did he call? Jesus. Who answered? Other people. people. <laughs> are y'all seeing this? Yes. Too many people are crying out for Jesus and allowing other folk to answer them. Amen. When you are reaching out for Jesus, that doesn't mean that other folk have the right to answer your cry. Oh, I wish I had a witness up in here today. When you are crying out to Jesus, you want Jesus to answer your prayer. Too many people are allowed to butt in the business between you and your Savior. Blind Bartimaeus was crying out to Jesus and some negative people were there. And what did they tell him? Shut up. <laughs> now you want to know the wild thing about all of this? Couldn't name one of them. Is that proper English? <laughs> it sounded good though, didn't it? Couldn't name one of them do anything to deliver him. But they had something to say. Are oh, y'all starting to get this? You would think that maybe if somebody cared, they would have said, hey, Jesus. Bartimaeus is calling you. He calling you. He calling your name. But they didn't help the man. They told the man, shut up. What you don't know is some folk that you're crying out to, instead of crying to Jesus, they may not have told you to your face, but they wish that you would shut up. Y'all don't like Bible study like this, do you? See, when you know who God is, you got to go to God because you belong to God. You are his sheep and he is your shepherd. He will give his life for his sheep. Somebody else, they will run for their lives. They told him to shut up. But Bartimaeus understood something. He knew that could nobody help him in that crowd but Jesus. So the louder they spake, guess what? the louder he began, began to cry out. Now I want to show you something here. Imagine if Bartimaeus had have listened to the voices that he heard. He might have missed out on his blessing. 
Amen. Listening to somebody who couldn't help him in the first place. Amen. Amen. Are y'all understanding what I'm saying today? Let, 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 me, let me bring it closer. That's why I like my audience. I have an, an intelligent audience of people. And, and, and when I study, I got to study a couple of different ways. Because sometimes I can't go north because you're looking for me to come through the south. So l- let me put it this way. Listen. Blind Bartimaeus was begging. He was calling out for Jesus. But other folk answered. But he kept crying because he didn't hear the voice that he was listening for. Are y'all, are y'all understanding me? Now, watch this. How is it that we can cry out to Jesus but we'll take advice from folk who don't even know Jesus? How is it that we will allow people to speak into our lives who can't deliver us from nothing. Let me go a step further. There was something unique about Bartimaeus. His hearing was all right. He couldn't see. Now some of you are probably thinking, well, yeah, that was obvious. The Bible says that he was blind, but it's deeper than that. Some of us, we get fearful when we can see. That's why we have to learn how to shut our eyes and open our faith. Are y'all understanding what I'm saying? Just, just follow me here. I'm almost done. Kind of. <laughs> Let me give you some examples. You read it. Your job sent you to California for a big meeting. You read it. I mean, you, you, you tight. But when you walk in the conference room, you notice with your eyes that nobody in there looks like you. And nobody is your age. How would that make you feel? Yeah. Now here it is. You ask God to bless you. You ask him to give you the knowledge. You said, Lord, when I get there, I want you to be with me. Be with my brain. Be with my tongue. Help me to speak the right words. Help me to kill my presentation. But because you saw who was in the room. Now you're afraid. And it's like you never had a conversation with Jesus. Some folk ain't getting that. Let, 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 let me bring it a little closer. You decide to go back to school. At 50. But when you go to your class. You're old enough to be everybody. <laughs> Y'all know where I'm going with this. You can be somebody parent and grandparent maybe great grandparent it intimidates us a lot of people who proclaim to be Christians their faith gets weak when the ass can see the dilemma but Bartimaeus was blind he couldn't see 
So it didn't, it didn't matter who was in the crowd. It didn't matter who was telling him to shut up. He couldn't see him anyway. He had what you call blind faith. Amen. Amen. Sometimes, church, when you are faced with different obstacles, you have to act like you have no eyes. You have to attack situations like you can't see anything but Jesus. A lot of people, they get so intimidated by what they can see. And that's why the Bible teaches us that we walk by faith and not by sight. But I want to show you something here. There's going to come a time when our faith must be larger than our eyes. Some people get distracted because they look at things that they don't think that they can accomplish. And once we set in our mind that we can't accomplish it, you know what we believe? We cannot accomplish it. But what happened to I can do all things through Christ? That strengthens me. What I'm trying to get you to understand is too many of us are opening our eyes and we're closing our faith. But we need to open our faith and close our eyes and do what God told us to do. Amen. Amen. I need you to see what Jesus is saying here. He's saying stop depending upon folk who don't own you. You are not that person's sheep. So why do they have to stand by your side? I know you don't like listening to stuff like this. But we got some crybabies up in the audience and you, 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 you crying because folk left you that you never thought would leave you. Let me tell you something. If you are a true child of God, every single person who leaves your life, let them go because God got something better for you. You don't need to be running behind nobody. I'm getting too old to run behind folk. By the time I catch you, I'm out of breath. I can't do nothing with you anyway. I need you to understand it's Jesus we're talking about. Amen. Do you know the voice? Amen. Amen. Somebody tell you stop calling them. You know what you need to do? Stop calling them. Now, I'm just going to call and ask them why. <laughs> I don't know if y'all getting this, but this is Christian 201. What this let me know is the more mature I get in God, the less I can depend upon people. Because when the heat gets too hot in the kitchen, somebody's going to leave it. Jesus said, I'm the good shepherd. My sheep, they what? Follow me. And they know my voice. You need to start comparing what folk tell you sometimes. People tell you anything. Start looking it up in the word of God. Why should I take this advice? You ain't my shepherd. I wish y'all came to hear a word today. There's some folk right now that lost everything listening to somebody who had nothing. You know, we ought to quit listening to broke ass trying to tell you how to become a millionaire. <laughs> Got your whole bank account in your pocket and want to tell me how to invest. <laughs> I'm getting there, y'all. I'm getting there. But I just want to show you, this is in the word of God. You don't see it pop straight out, out at you, but Jesus is letting us know, you can't depend upon nobody but me. That's exactly what he's saying. Now, I want to show you one more thing. I want to show you 
how easy it is to get distracted by phony voices. Voices of deception. I believe the Bible uses the word guile. That's when you talk with a deceiving speech. You know, some folk are very good at deceiving others. These are the voices that appear to care. But the reality is, they could really care less. Oh, you look like y'all been reading my notes. I'm going to show you, it's all in the Bible. Ease over. Don't go too fast. Ease over. To John chapter 12. John chapter number 12. I'm going to show you something. It's all in the Bible. Dion, you're going to impress your friends tomorrow. <laughs> Dion, give me a few verses. Start at uh, verse number one. What does it say? Then six days. Then six days. Before the Passover. Before the Passover. Jesus came to Bethany. Keep going. Where Lazarus was who had been dead, whom he had raised from the dead. Y'all remember that guy, right? We talked about him not long ago. So Jesus was there. Keep reading. There they made him a supper. They made him a supper. And Martha served. Martha served. But Keep Lazarus going. was one of those who sat at the table with him. Keep going. Then Mary took a pound of very costly oil. Now I want you to start reading it. Slow it down just a little bit so it does sink into us. Now Mary... She took a pound of very costly oil. That's that oil that stinks so good. You know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. That good stuff. Keep going. Of spikenard. Keep going. Anointed the feet of Jesus. She anointed the feet of Jesus with this oil. Keep going. And wiped his feet with her hair. And the house was filled with the fragrance of the oil. Now, now I, want you to, I want you to look at this. Don't move. Are you still there? Now, we're talking about deception, deceitful voices. These voices appear to be great. There are a few of them in your life. They appear to be caring. Now, you got to understand, when folk are trying to deceive you, they're not just going to run up on you to make you run. They're going to walk up on you so that you will embrace them. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Now, watch this. Now, Jesus already told us, look, I'm the only one that you can depend upon. Somebody else will run when trouble into your life. He already told us that. But I want to show you something else. Now, 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 now. Mary, uh, the Bible says, she took a pound of very costly oil and she was putting it on Jesus' feet. So in other words, this oil, although it was costly, it wasn't nothing for her to give it to Jesus. Amen. Because she valued Jesus over the oil. Are y'all understanding Amen. what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Now watch this. Keep reading, Brother Dion. What does it say? But one of his disciples. But one of his disciples. Now this is one of his followers. One that have seen him do things. What happened? Judas Iscariot, Simon's son, who would betray him and said. What did he say? Why was this fragrant oil not sold for 300 denarii and given to the poor? He said, wait a minute. Now, now he wants to rebuke Mary. Mary, what you doing? 
Why are you taking this expensive oil and using it on Jesus' feet? You could have sold this. Got some money for it. And gave it to the poor. Hallelujah. <laughs> he has the voice of caring. But you can't see or hear the voice of deception. Amen. But he appears to care. Yep. Are y'all getting this? Mm -hmm. Keep reading. This he said. This he said. Not that he cared for the poor. Now watch this. He said this. Not because he actually really cared. But what? But because he was a thief. But <laughs> Y'all ain't getting this, are you? Y'all ain't getting this. Let me go back again. Are you getting this, uh, 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 Brother Houston? You're looking good in your green suit today. <laughs> looking good. Anybody red green like that, you know that man. You got him a front row seat, too. I don't blame him. <laughs> Listen. Listen. I love teaching y'all because it makes sense to me. Sometimes I, just, I do feel like screaming because it connects dots in my life. You're Amen. banging your head up against the wall. You're, 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 you're depressed. You're going through mood swings because you don't understand. I'm showing you why. You're listening to the wrong voice. Judas, who was supposed to be down with Jesus. You know, at that point, you couldn't get no closer to Jesus. You, you, you were handpicked by him. Are y'all understanding what I'm saying? Now, if somebody who walked with Jesus is on something like this, what do you think that a person who don't even know God is going to do? Mm -hmm. What do you think they're going to do? Mm -hmm. But let's keep going. Now watch this. And the, he, wait, hold on. The Bible says he came as if he cared. But the truth was he didn't care. You know, there are people who want to get into your business. They want to get into your life. They want to know what's going on with you. I want to know why you ain't with your husband today. I want to know why you ain't with your wife today. I want to know what happened to your house. Did you sell it? Uh, did it go in foreclosure? I looked it up on the internet, and they, they, you know what I'm talking about. They don't care. Mm -hmm. We allow thieves into our lives. Thieves that come to steal our happiness, our joy, our husband, our wives, our girlfriends, our boyfriends, our positions, people don't care. Amen. Somebody will come here today. Hey, 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 Brother Kenzie, I, I just want to come here and work with you. I want to come here and work with you. And all the time trying to take my space. <laughs> but I tell folk, if you want to take my job, you better come in here looking like Bozo with some big shoes because I got some big feet, baby. <laughs> Do you understand what I'm saying? I need y'all to understand this. It's all in the Bible. Don't trip out when folk trip out. Just know they don't own you and you need to go back to the shepherd. Amen, amen. The Bible says Judas was like, listen. Man, we could have gave the poor this. Keep reading, Brother Dion. And had the money box. And we could have, now, now, now watch this. Now, now you got to read that over because they, they don't forget okay. about that. Go, right. go, go back to the beginning of the verse. It says what? 
This he said. This he said. Not that he cared for the poor. He didn't care for the poor. Keep going. But because he was a thief. Because he was a thief. And had the money box. And he had the money box. And he used to take what was put in it. Now, <laughs> y'all ain't getting this, are y'all? Voices. These are people that people listen to. And they tear their lives completely apart. Now let me tell you something that you didn't know. The Bible said that Judas didn't care for the poor. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to show you something else in there. Look, look again. He also didn't care about Jesus. Because he thought that that oil was too good to put on Jesus. Are y'all understanding what I'm saying? Not only that, he didn't care about Mary. Because given the opportunity... If Mary had to turn her back for too long, he would have took her all and put it in his box. There are some people who act like they care about your budget. Hey, you know, I've been noticing you've been spending a lot of money. Maybe you need to slow down. They act like they care, but if you leave $50 on the table, they'll take it. Better yet, I got another one for you. Some folk, they act like they love you so much, lend, loan them some money. See, thieves just don't break in houses. They borrow money and don't pay back too. I'm almost done. Somebody say, you're meddling. Nah, that ain't preaching. But I'm trying to get you to understand. There is one shepherd, and his name is Jesus, and he's the only one who's going to take care of us. And anybody else who runs away from us, let them go. Because they don't own us anyway. The Bible says he acted like he cared, but he didn't care. He was a thief. And what happened? Keep going. But Jesus said. Jesus said what? Let her alone. She has kept this for the day of my burial. Now let me tell you how I looked at verse number seven. I looked at how Judas tried to deceive somebody who was doing good. Mm -hmm. Notice what did the Bible says Mary said up in there. Nothing. Who spoke? That's why you need Jesus in your life. So when the devil comes in your life, let Jesus speak up. Are y'all understanding what I'm talking about? Because Jesus knows who's phony and who's real. Uh, y'all go give me a couple more minutes here. See, you got to understand something, church. Look, 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 let me tell you something. Get out your feelings. Get out your feelings. Take your feelings off your sleeve because you know what? If it ain't Jesus, anybody else is suspect. I done seen a lot of things in my life. And let me tell you something else. You can have 40 people against you. But you know what? You can be right when 40 folk are against you. If you have God on your side, it doesn't matter how many people or who is against you. As long as you have Jesus on your side. Every crowd of people don't have brilliant folk in there. Oh, I got to get out of here. I don't think y'all ready for me today. You got a crowd of folk. Let me tell you how I start. You only need one ignorant person. One ignorant person. You know, when you see a forest fire, it looked like everything caught on fire at once, doesn't it? But it didn't. It started small. All you need is one ignorant person who's smart enough 
to go get folk who are more ignorant than they are to believe them. You don't ever have to be intimidated because a crowd of folk are pointing at you. If you have Jesus on your side, it doesn't matter if nobody want to deal with you anymore. You know what? As a matter of fact, call me crazy. But the older I get, the less I want folk to mess with me anyway. You know, I've come to the conclusion. I looked at my, my bank account. The money was put there by me and God. I looked at my house note. The money was paid for that house note by me and God. I looked at my car note. Me and God paid that car note. I look at my, my son private school note. Me and God pays that note. Why do I care about somebody not want to have anything to do with me? Folk who don't dig you, do the test. Step back from them. See how long you live. When you find out that you're going to live independent of them, you will know that he is the only good shepherd. Folk want to call you arrogant, conceited, because you refuse to put up with their mess. Call me what you want to call me. I call me mature because there come a time when you got to quit all that mess and just live for Jesus. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? You don't owe nobody nothing. Everybody want to know your business, want to know who, what, when, why, but ain't telling you nothing. You don't have to know anything. To give to them. Folk come up, what's going on? I don't know. You ain't got to know nothing. Is everything all right? I ain't sure. I wish y'all understood what I was talking about today. Listen what the Bible, Jesus is letting us know. Anybody other than him, they really don't care. The voice. Do you know his voice? Let me get out of here. I got one more thing for you. And I'm going to get on out of here. I'm almost done. I'm, I'm sweating. And, and y'all know I'm on a fixed income, so I got, I got to take care of, I got to take care of my suits. <laughs> yes, sir. Now, I, I want us to go back to verse number six again. Go back to verse number six again. Mm -hmm. uh, John chapter 12. Mm -hmm. What does it say, Brother Dion? This he said. This he said. Not that he cared for the poor. Not that he cared for the poor. Keep going. But because he was a thief and had the money box. Now, I, I want to talk about this. Believe it or not, some people still listen to their high school uh, uh, classmates. Uh, they still listen to their high school classmates, <laughs> although they've been out of school for over 20 years. Not only do they still listen to their high school classmates, but they listen to the ones who never got their plane off the runway. <laughs> are are y'all still going to be with me? almost done. All these people have going on for themselves is a make-believe Facebook talk show. Now, you know when somebody ain't got a lot going on because they on Facebook all day. You understand what I'm saying? Now, the average place of employment, some of them even block you from getting out on the Internet because they know that if you, if you on Facebook, you ain't, you ain't making a company any money. 
But the thing that really gets me is how do we call ourselves children of God? And if it's not you, I'm not talking about you. I could be talking about the virtual audience, those folks that's watching us. It could be anybody. How do we call ourselves children of God? And we listen to folk who ain't got nothing going on. Their whole excitement for the day is logging onto Facebook saying, what up, fam? <laughs> I'm getting somewhere. Some of us need to move out of the 80s. This 2018. Well, I guess y'all was listening. <laughs> it's 2019, and we're still in the 80s. You know, I, I know a cat that be calling me sometime. And uh, there's a reason why I don't pick up the phone. If you're looking on Facebook Live, I'm not talking about you, homie. I'm talking about somebody else. But seriously, it, it irks me. Almost makes me mad. Some folk, I don't want to call my phone. Don't even call my phone. When you, when, when you make it ring, it, it just give me the, 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 the chills. Don't call my phone. Let me tell you why I don't like when he called my phone, though. Our whole conversation, or at least 98% of it, is about what I did when I was 10, 12. I get tired of talking about what I did at 12 years old. I mean, I'm serious. This is our whole conversation. And I be wondering, did you not know that I had a few birthdays between 12 years old and right now. But what I'm trying to tell you, these are some of the voices that are in our lives that they want us to listen to them. You got folk who are stuck and can't move. You know what that means to me? What that means to me, that person's life ended somewhere when we was around 12 years old. They're done. They just waiting for the judgment. How is it that I'm 30 plus some years? Don't hate. And I'm talking about what I did at 10 and 12 and 13 years old. But again, some of us, we keep going back to folk who ain't got nothing going on. Jesus told us what to do, but we're listening to them. Do you know the voice? I'm ending. Time is it? I'm ending. I ain't have a long lesson. I, 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 I know it's powerful because somebody right now, you're confused. But you're only confused because you ain't listening to the right person. You're listening to the wrong voice. Jesus said, I'm the good shepherd. 
I'm the one to care for you. I'm the one that'll give my life for you. Anybody else? When they see trouble coming, they'll run. We got to be aware of all these different voices that we hear. And we have to listen very carefully for the voice of Jesus. That voice of reason. That voice of spirituality. That, that, verse, that voice that tells us, no, maybe you ought to stay home today. No, maybe you ought to open your Bible and read and meditate today. While we get our books to sing the Song of Invitation, I got a half a point that I want to bring up. Don't listen to the voice of revenge. Because vengeance belongs to God. You know that voice of revenge is loud. It's very powerful. You killed my cat? I bet not ever catch your dog in the yard. <laughs> My point is, no matter how much you've been hurt, no matter what has happened to you in your life, you keep listening to the good shepherd. Because his sheep, they know his voice. He's going to guide you. He's going to lead you down the right path you don't have to get revenge let God get revenge and, and listen if you don't see the person that uh, did you wrong if you don't see them going down while you are alive on earth don't worry about that that ain't your battle let God deal with them you know sometimes it's hard for us to accept that folk who are wrong receives favor it's hard for us to receive that and accept that how is it as terrible as you are you are receiving favor some folk can't accept that but let me tell you if you want to be a true child of God you have to celebrate with folk when they receive favor because God is in the blessing business amen 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 and here's the other point if God didn't bless messed up folk None of us would be blessed. Because we've all messed up. Amen. Amen. The voice. Do you know the voice of Jesus? How many people are you listening to? And why do you think people care that much about you? Think about it. Jesus died for the entire world. And there are folk who still say they're waiting for the Savior. There are folk who don't give Jesus no praise. But again, he died for them. What have you done so great that you believe folk should sing your praises? If you're a true child of God, close your eyes and open your faith. Start depending upon Jesus. Stop depending upon people because at the end of the day, everybody will run away but the Lord.
Do y'all believe what I just taught you today? They crucified him. They put him on the cross. They buried him. He died. He rose to die no more. That's the gospel, the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus. He died for our sins so that uh, we can be saved. If you're not baptized today, I don't even know what you're waiting for. You can't get in the sheepfold by breaking in. You got to go through the door. And you know who the door is? It's Jesus. If you're here today and you're not baptized in the name of Jesus for the remission of your sins, you need to be getting up before I even finish so that you can get baptized. You want to be in the sheepfold. You know, life has some disappointing moments. But it's so encouraging when you know that Jesus ain't answered yet. See, when Jesus ain't answered, that means you still got a chance. Talk to Jesus more. Tell Jesus your deepest, darkest secrets. Tell Jesus what it is that really bothers you, what keeps you up at night. Tell Jesus what's on your mind. He's the one who really cares. As you saw in the passage that we read today, there are folk who will come to you like they really care, but they could care less about the outcome of your situation. They're looking to take some from you. You know I'm going to end, but I'm going to tell you a quick story. Y'all remember Candyman? Y'all remember Candyman, right? Candyman was a cool dude. And what he would do is, for those of you who don't know who he is, he would come and walk around with a bag of candy. And uh, sometimes he would just have mints. Sometimes he would have wine candy. And, uh, you know, the apple and all that stuff. And sometimes he'd have the, 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 the fruit-flavored lifesavers. But whatever candy he had, you know, it was good. You know, he would bring it. And um, I got a call one day. And uh, it was uh, a sudden call that Candyman was in a bad situation. Uh, what they didn't tell me was that uh, Candyman really was dead when they called me. But I guess folk were just holding on, hopefully that he would have recuperated. I, I remember going to the hospital, and I remember seeing him laying in the bed, and I asked the nurse, I said, I said, is there any chance that you guys think that he can turn a corner on this. And she told me, she said, sir, uh, I believe God has already answered. So I knew at that point that it was just the machines that was keeping him breathing. So one day, right after that, someone called my house. And when they called me, they said, are you Minister Kenzie? I said, yes, I am. And uh, they start talking to me, and they said, uh, and I'm, I'm trying to figure out, I'm like, well, what do you want? You know, because I, I didn't understand who it was. And they said, you don't know me. They said, but uh, I found a bulletin with your name on it, and I thought I would give you a call. Make a long story short, when Candyman died in his house, and when the neighbors saw that the ambulance came to pick him up, they waited until the ambulance left the scene. They came in his house, broke in his house, 
stole his stuff and took his van. The reason why the person called me was because somebody was trying to sell him a van and it had my name on the bulletin on the inside. What's my point? People will kick you and stomp on you when you're down. The only person that you can truly trust is Jesus. That's it. I need you to come today. I need you to come right now. I hope that you have been edified today. I hope that we have studied something that lets you know that it's the voice of Jesus that you need to listen to. Don't be afraid to tell folk to get out your business. Don't be afraid to not answer the phone. Don't be afraid to tell folk that you don't want to talk about it. Don't be afraid to keep your business to yourself. And the only person you talk to is Jesus. Don't be afraid to do that. Folk can tell you, I ain't going to talk to you no more. They're doing you a favor. Get on up on your feet as we together stand and sing the song of invitation. Number 33, Songs of Praise.